Hello, 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 people. How you doing? Yo. Um, yes. Apologies for the uh, for the, the, the track, <laughs> but anyway, as we do, uh, back again this week. Raps on TV live here from our prestigious uh, studio in in London. Have to say, shout out uh, to everyone, the engineers, to the co-host, to our special guest this week, Mr. Jeff Afori. Mr. Afori. Yes, man. What's going on? I'm cool, man. It's nice to be here. I haven't been to Oxford Circus for a while. Really? Yeah, man. Bringing in the bringing in the old memories, the old definitely, school days. Definitely, we were misbehaving on the streets. <laughs> no, when I was young, and I used to come night town to get some nice clothes. Okay, okay. And, uh, yeah. Big show this week, guys. Just want to say thanks to all the uh, the callers for last week's show. Obviously, we had uh, Hamza Shiraz on the uh, on the line. Shout out to Big Hams. Shout out to Big Hams, exactly. And uh, the the number to call as usual plus four four one five zero six three five. Nine double five. I'm gonna say that again. Plus four four one five zero six three five nine double five. So that's whether you're ringing from the UK, the US, our international subscribers. Please make sure you like, share, subscribe as usual on all our social media handles at Raps on TV. And obviously, we're gonna do the honors and let Jeff uh, De- Jeff's uh, shout out his uh, social media at the end of the show once we've uh, kind of uncovered a bit about yourself, Jeff. So I suppose best way to start off, Mr. Jeff Afori. MTK Global semi-finalist, big fight ahead on you, uh, February 22nd. 21st. 21st, my yeah. apologies, 21st. Um, just talk to me about preparation, how how everything's gone so far in camp. Um, camp's gone real good. Um, I've taken some time off work to train fully as a professional, so it'll be the first time I'm training as a full-time pro. Um, at the start of the camp, things weren't going too well. I had a few niggles and stuff to adjust to, but nah. Everything's going well. I just did seven rounds at Peacocks with Dennis, Dennis Kachiv. He's a very good, smart, intelligent, intelligent fighter. Just came from there. So I'm feeling ready to go now. So I just have to calm my nerves and just, yeah. just stay focused, you know? Focused. Yeah, because it's a big opportunity for me. And coming off the small hall shows, entering this arena, just having fights back to back like that, after the loss I had for my Southern Era title, I'm just, I'm gunning to go, really. Yeah. No, we feel it, man. Yeah. What's, what's your op- occupation full-time? Um, I work as a contractor on underground. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I don't uh, work for the underground. I work for a contracting agency. No, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah I understand. That's yeah. cool, man. It's yeah. good to hear. Good to hear. I used to do nights then because of the bots and I turned to days now. So I've been there about eight years. Okay, yeah. wow. Solid, yeah. solid. No, sick, They support man. me a lot as well. Shout out to all my Rickmansworth a lot, Stratford. <laughs> Big up to them. Yeah. Well, Hopefully man. a few of them will be calling in later to, to give them their, uh, a <laughs> feedback. Right. But, uh, yeah, they're I mean, loud. Got to have a little bit of a balance outside no, of the of boxing. course, of course, definitely. Um, you said, I just want to pick up on what you said earlier. Uh, you touched on how, you know, things didn't go too well in training earlier or you were having some kind of hiccups. Yeah. Um, what, what kind of hiccups were you having? Um, just little, you know, little niggles, little just here and there. Because obviously, I think I'm not training any different, but there's a, I wouldn't say a lot more, but it's a big opportunity. So I think yeah. mentally I'm over I'm overdoing stuff. So I'm like trying to do extra work when... We've got a regime to stick to, but I'm doing stuff outside the regime. So when I come into the when I come into the program, I'm overtired and I'm exerting myself. So certain little things I have to adjust. That you know what, it's there. Mm. Stick to the program that's always worked mm, yeah, and yeah. relax. That's the main thing I've learned in this camp is to rest. No, okay. That's yeah, the yeah. major thing I learned. Is rest is a part of training. 
No, I get that. Yeah. Oh, that's good. When you, I suppose, when when you get to this kind of stage where you're, you know, you've kind of superseded the the small horse scene and you've had that big fight with Jamani Kamara in the uh, Tottenham Green Pools, yeah. you, you know, you've you, you've accomplished that Southern Area title. Now you're the MTK Global stage. How do you equip yourself with the sparring partners, with the 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 level of intensity and ferocity in the gym? Like, how does that how does that push you on then? Yeah, like I said, um, things things changed. Obviously, as you're climbing up the ranks. Um, with the sparring partners you get a lot more people keen to spar but then now like you said you've got to look at who you're fighting there's different aspects that go around the game it's not like before where you just call everyone to spar you know so you got to look at heights you got to look at weights you got to look at what they're good at so just more technical stuff which I let my coach deal with that Bevis Allen so he kind of gets the right sparring partners for me I've been sparring Liam Taz a lot he's yeah. when yeah, he fought yeah, man. man he's that guy like uh, hats off to him he was my only sparring partner I had before my last two fights I sparred him one time and he was getting ready for his English title. Mm. Yusuf Kamara. And man, he came at me so hard. That's what, that sparring I did with him, just that one sparring I did for them two fights is what got me through. So hats off to Liam, man. I have to shout him out big time. And uh, what's what's in the in the plans now, obviously, the the fight? I mean, what, we're nearly two weeks, two weeks out, two, three weeks out from the fight. What do you do now to kind of unwind, keep the, the training? I suppose it's your last kind of hurdle now, isn't it? Last yeah, phase of camp yeah, where you're, yeah. you're pushing yourself to the limit, but... When you get to that fight week, unwind, prepare for fight night. What do you do? To, what's your, I suppose, superstition when you when you get to a few days out from the out from the fight? The closer the fight gets, the better it is for me. Is these times now? You know, the two weeks and the, because I'm always thinking, should I do this? Should I do that? Should I go on a long run? Should I? But as I get closer to that last week, I'm cool. When I get in that last week, I'm just like, I'm just chilling more, eating. I'll be in bed early and just watch movies, really. Just catch up on all the movies I haven't watched or read a book or... I'm all right in the last three days, four days. I'm more... It's these times that it's more... Cause i got so much energy. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I don't want to overexert myself and injure myself. You know what I'm saying? So I have to find that time to really... Like, even when I'm sparring, there's certain times where I'm going the levels, but I'm, I'm not, I think I'm getting better because I can see things before they happen. Yeah. Is that what is that is that kind of like for, as a fighter you obviously you want things to be as simplistic as possible income you don't want to have to overexert like you said overexert yourself yeah. but like with like before I suppose the fight with um I mean the opportunity with the MTK global co- contract I mean how do you kind of map out your your training camps how what what different elements do you bring into camp that are different say from the last camp or camps where you've kind of had to take take fights against journeymen to build your career you know like not of this kind of level this caliber um the difference obviously i've i'm not i'm not working so that's a big difference so i'm not doing eight mm. hours at work and then going training and then so i'm just normally tired so once i came off work i think it took a week for me to adjust mm. because i found out that i didn't have a lot where well, i thought i'll have so much energy i didn't have a lot of energy it was weird even though mm. i wasn't working yeah it was just weird but um, I went to the chiropractor you know, telling me it takes time for your body to adjust to what you normally do because on my day job I do a lot of walking yeah. Yeah. my body's yeah, used to course, a, yeah, underground. yeah my body's used to a certain conditioning so it's just transitioning from working to training to full time training and this giving my body time to get used to that program instead of just jumping in from it's like jumping to a moving car you've got to time it yeah. if you don't time it <laughs> Because you don't know yeah, where it's going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. You just wanted to touch on some other stuff as well. So talk me through your story. What's, what's your journey? Of course, we get to the goals. So, well, who was the guy? Who was Jeff Afori, the contractor, before he became the part-time full-time, going to um, full-time boxer? 
I'll just say um, I grew up in North London. Yeah. Tottenham, South Tottenham. I'd say I'm just a normal guy from that area. I just, I did what everybody else did. I was a fun guy. I'm a bit, I got into a bit of naughty things, but nothing crazy, you know? Yeah, of course. And I just one of them kids that I never, I don't think, I was okay at school because I'm a fast learner. Yeah. But it just never, it never took, it never, I, yeah. I, I never took to it. So it's like, I'm one of them kids, I'm like a dreamer. I spent a lot of time not planning what I'm going to do in life. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah, to this yeah. stage where when I hit 18, I said, you know, I got to do something. So I thought the best thing to do, what everybody does is work. Yeah. I started working and as I'm working, I just realised like, I'm fit. So I went into um, football, like how I used to play. Then I thought one of my next door neighbours was boxing. He said, why don't you try boxing? Tried boxing and I just, and it just from amateurs, just ended up having so many fights. I've started at Island Boxing Club. Shout yeah. out to Island Boxing Club. Okay. Stayed there three years. I was a captain there two years. I've been international. I just kept going. And I, after I stopped, I had a few problems, family problems. And I thought, I'm going to pack it and concentrate on working, you know, family, settle yeah. down. I'm getting older. I'm not the youngest fighter. And then I just thought, yeah, let me just give it one. That My workmates were the one that sat me down and said to me, obviously, work is going to be here for a long time. Whereas your career and your youth, you ain't going to have that for a long time. So yeah. said, if I was you, instead of just wrapping it up, why don't you give it a push? And my manager, like, he works, he's got links. My workmates got links to my manager and they look, hooked me up with him. So it was just like a, yeah. it was meant to happen. Yeah. So work was yeah, it, quite influential. It was crazy how it happened. Now. Yeah. Exactly. So that's the, that's what the point I wanted to go into because I know your story briefly yeah, anyway from that, off air. It but. was crazy. It's like, because I got, I, got, I got into trouble at work and they moved me to another place where this will happen through that. So it's like things happen for a reason. Yeah. So when they introduced me, I said, whoa, let me let me try this. And then when I went to pro, I went with my coach, Bevis Allen, who was my amateur coach. Yeah. I to, like when I asked him, I thought, oh, I don't know if he wants to train me because he might not think I'm serious. He said, yeah, he's willing to train me. He said, but I got to put 100% in, put 100% in. And working and training, all the fighters that work and train, I'm telling you, like, you guys don't understand. No, of course, the hustle is different. Yeah, like, it's, I can it's, tell. It's really difficult. Like, it's really I can tell in face yeah. you said it, the reaction, you know. It's really difficult. The reason why I wanted to touch up on that is because, you know, we come here all the time. We have a number of guests to shout out to our guests as well that come on. And their stories always, I've had an amateur pedigree or, mm. you know, it's nice to hear, refreshing to hear, especially for the younger people listening yeah, yeah. in, um, that, you know, it's not the end of the world if you don't get yeah. an amateur pedigree, if yeah. you don't have, you know, the Olympics or yeah. if you don't have big financial backing <coughs> to start yeah. off with or anything. There's ways, that, like, your work yeah. and how you've been working yeah. and kind of forming society has actually given you almost a way out yeah. to kind of do things. So that was just kind of a point that I wanted to touch on because Hamza last week, you know, he he came from Children. a very poor amateur background and look where he's doing, sending yeah, 350 exactly, tickets. So, exactly. you know... Hopefully everything goes well with you, and I'm pretty sure it will do. And we'll see you in the final in uh, <laughs> Golden Country. Come on, but, uh, come on! That's exactly <laughs> it. That, that you called it. Yeah, you know, yeah back exactly. Into... <laughs> Proper rooting for you. But even let's take it back to that uh, that that date in October. I think it was 2018. Yeah, Jamani Kamara. Yeah. Um, like you touched on there, I could see the 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 ambition and the uh, yeah. the aggression you showed in that fight. You know, yeah. a bit down on the gum shield. Yeah, didn't give a fuck who was yeah. in front of you that yeah. night. You were gonna go get win, get get that win. Yeah. Um, Jamani, obviously. I mean, it, it was it, being brutally honest. It was a landslide in your in your favour. You know, sitting. I was actually sitting with his brother. Uh, sitting <laughs> with his brother. So his brother was behind me, and I was like, and I was shouting instructions down. I was like, "Come on, Jeff, come on, force the pace, force the pace." And you were you were forcing the pace. You were pushing out your jab. You were establishing your dominance because it was it's your it's in your hometown. You want to show yeah, people that yeah. you're you're not here to just fucking lie yeah, lie down. Yeah, you're gonna come forward yeah. and do do what you got to do. But I just felt that. 
Jamani couldn't really, even though he's the taller, longer, ranger fighter, he can't really get inside you, and you yeah. were kind of neutralizing that. Yeah. How, what was going through your head there the first few rounds, trying to combat someone that was a taller, naturally to, bigger, bigger to, fighter? To be honest, because that was my first ten rounder, and my first um, fight for a title. I'm not gonna lie, that week of the fight. No, I said I'm normally calm and relaxed before the days of the fight. Two days before that fight, I don't think I got any sleep. Oh wow. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but I was so ready for the fight that them two days I was trying to get sleep like I was renting a little a hotel I was out with my, I was just trying to get sleep but everything was going through my mind and it was just there's so much the doubts everyone the taller and this I had so many stuff going in my brain that on that day I was so relaxed mm. that it was unbelievable how everything just it just flowed all of them two nights two sleepless nights when I got into the ring I was so relaxed like as soon as the music came on I was like, whoa, like, this is, is this it? And then from the first, I think I started too fast. It worked in my favour because I had a stamina to last. Mm. But the first rounds were really, were really fast. And which I think that's what was missing from my defence of, of the Southern area, which when I look back on it, that's what was missing. Mm. That hunger and that. Because yeah. that's, that's my fight. That, that's how I fight. So I think I tried to be a bit too cute and a bit too clever in the defence. Whereas the first fight was just ambition, heart, and just going in, going in for the kill. Yeah. Do you feel like you have to demonstrate a mixture of skills to really that, get around your 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 game and know exactly about your character and your and the way that you were pushed? Like I think I believe that was your first 10, 10 rounds, yeah, right? Yeah. So having to meet that championship distance, know exactly how you're going to pace yourself through the fight. Do you feel like that was what you needed to show that 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 authority and that that I suppose that aggression to to get yeah, the rounds one by one by one. They kept they kept saying they don't think I'll be able to go late late because of the way I was fighting. So all I had in my head is I'm just gonna keep going and no matter what you're gonna you're gonna stop before me. But fair place to Jamani because the guy like he was like he both Tough. of us made that a good fight yeah, yeah, because yeah. he was throwing shots back letting me know that no matter what were going you know no of course you, it, it looked from the highlights as well because I wasn't there but uh, you know you guys were really like Man. I want this and yeah. you know, that's what makes good fights these days and we've always been complaining that you know fights we're seeing are too kind of rehearsed and too kind of put yeah. together that was probably quite a unpredictable fight because you had two guys who both had the same thing at stake both wanted to kind of prove themselves both wanted to get things on the line because they each had their members of the family there yeah. so you know big up to yourself for that and bring it through and it just shows you've got heart yeah. Um, but yeah just kind of talk me through more about what, what do you think the game talk me, talk me through the game the boxing game yeah man or that fight yeah both both um, that fight was obviously he was taller so we had to work even going to the MTK you, I'm, I've been short all my life so you know the height yeah. is not really a problem yeah. so, <laughs> <laughs> so it's got a variety yeah, isn't it yeah so yeah. that part of it <laughs> I wasn't really worried about that, but it was just it was just his jab. All I had to do was get under his jab, and I managed to get under his jab. And once I was under his jab, then I had to work, work, work. Well, when I got to about I think the sixth, seventh, yeah, I could feel he was getting the second win, and he was coming back. Cause that's what made it good, cause he started coming back. I think later on, yeah. But then I caught my second win, and then it just you know, I'm surprised nobody went down or nobody. It was a solid yeah, 10 rounds yeah. of pure... Pure chess match. Yeah, man. Pure <laughs> action just going. And like after that fight, I knew I'd been in the 10-rounder. No, I heard. <laughs> I knew I was in the 10-rounder after that fight. It's been a quick turnaround for you, hasn't it, the last few few months? Like, yeah. Obviously, the fight you had with Jay Carroll in Liverpool. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That was obviously televised on uh, MTK, yeah, well, yeah. IFL TV and MTK Global. But 
such a such a good win. I mean, mm. like just to to know that you can go into someone else's backyard yeah. and be so dominant. How how do you feel like that was the best performance you've you've had in your career over so, over the uh, so southern far? Area? Yeah, do you know uh, because I'm, after I lost my southern area, that was six weeks after I lost my southern area, and they gave us that call within like two weeks. And I was like, yeah, I was so down. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Mm. When that's my southern area, I was, I was down. Like, not, not down to the point where I wanted to quit boxing, but I was down as in everything you've worked for. Yeah, like it was. It, yeah, I was down. Like, you know when you watch them sad movies, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we get an animated. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was. I don't know. I just had this this airy feel, even though everyone around me was still pushing me up. But me personally, I felt down. So when they gave me that call mm. and they said, "Oh, it's in Liverpool." I didn't think about it. I just said, boom, let's go. Everyone was telling me, oh, you know, it's in Liverpool. But I said, let's go. And then coming out to that, coming out into that arena, same thing I said to myself, mm. we're here and ain't, we ain't going down without a fight. Yeah. We ain't going, we ain't going down without a fight. And the thing about Jed was, Jed had a good jab. That's the, um, when I watched that fight, that was a great performance by me because his jab was good. But I managed to take it away from him. And once I took that jab, that's when, yeah. yeah I, I mean, it's a blind performance. I'd, I'd have to say, yeah, because like, you, you're not gonna get many fighters that are gonna are be willing. Even like, obviously, what happened with Alfie, the Alfie Price fight, you know, like I commemorate you for turning that around six weeks later and wanting to. What was it? Four, four weeks later. Yeah, six, 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 six weeks six. later, going out and then going, especially going to someone else's backyard to yeah, to want to really ballsy man, ballsy to get to get want to get that that title back and. Yeah. Want to get well, not even the title, but get that position back. And now yeah. look what's happened. It's what it's all exactly. worked out for exactly. the best. And I suppose now we kind of got a touch on the the big fight. Od, yeah. Hara Davis, two tanks, uh, two tanks. Yeah. What what are you what are you looking forward to most about sharing a ring with? Well, I, I don't know if I'm fighting him. Oh, you don't know yet. Oh no, because it's yeah, the, the draw. draw. Sorry, yeah, my apologies. Sorry, yeah, sorry. yeah but it, it for me. But it's an exclusive first. It isn't. Obviously, the other fighters in the tournament. We got OD. We want to see OD Jeffrey Furry listening. <laughs> yeah. MTK, listen. I, I, we want to see that. Tyra McKenna Mamoon. Yeah, everyone keeps everyone. I, I don't know why everyone wants to see that. Thought, North versus East London, man. Boy, boy, boy. <laughs> like I said, like I said before. Obviously, I come in the competition late. I'm coming from a, a different way. I know whoever gets that ball first is going to be picking me. So whoever, I'm not, I'm not looking past anyone. And whoever it is, I'm, I've, I'm, I'm ready for each of their styles. We've got two southpaws, one orthodox, one power puncher. And that's the thing is, I don't think the records tell the truth because mm. the moon's not supposed to be a power puncher, but he stopped 30s who is a power puncher. So... I'm not going to look and say, oh, he can't punch. or No, I'm saying, because they say Jed couldn't punch. And <laughs> I'm telling you, I was in there with yeah, him. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I came out, I'll tell you, my George said he could punch, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You so, think these guys are overlooking you, though, with, with the, 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 the three, the uh, McKenna, Davis, Mami. I don't think, the amount of fights they've had, I don't think they would overlook an opponent. I don't think they would. So that I'm not, there's no, like, corners I'm trying to cut mm. at all. So I'm believing they're at their best. And I'm coming in at my best. No, I get that. I get that. But what do you think of the scene of the boxing right now? You think, you know, it's, it's, it's golden era, man. It's the oh, yes. golden era of boxing. We've, we've got the boxing days back. It's beautiful. Um, it's talk, beautiful. Talk me through. If you had to compare yourself, I said this to Hamza last week, what kind of fighter would you compare yourself uh, to inside and outside, outside of the ring? Oh, inside the ring. I don't know if I can compare myself. Or you admire. Yeah, you I admire. admire yeah. One person I admire, I don't know, like, it's the hook. 
Aaron Pryor. Yeah. Aaron okay. Pryor and um, Roberto Duran. Okay. Them Duran two type of yeah, fighters. Yeah. Like, when I watched them fight, I'm not going to lie, when I watched Aaron Pryor, I know they said the stuff with the bottle, but when I watched that fight, what it, it's just it's amazing to yeah. see somebody just constantly punching and constantly going for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I see. Ridiculous sort of animal on Roberto Duran, especially when he was at lightweight. Yeah. What he, he was just uh, demolishing guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah That's yeah. boxing for me, you okay. know? Okay. I like Sugar Ray Leonard, but that's not really my style. Yeah, you know what no, I'm saying. No, I try to yeah. appreciate, it, but that's the, yeah. you don't, you can't envision yourself yeah, fighting. Yeah, in I that, try in to, but whenever I try to emulate those type of fighters, the Muhammad Ali's and those types, it just doesn't work for me. Yeah, no, so the okay. Joe Frazers, the Roberto Duran, the Aaron Pryor, that's like that guy's. That guy's like the guy no, I get that. fighter man. Took me out the ring then. Out the ring. Out the ring. Out the ring. I'm calm outside the ring, you know. Outside the ring, I'm just uh, who's it? Who's the guy? Is it? Is it not? There's a there's an English boxer. Is it McLean? Is it Lenny? Oh, Len, Len, is it? Yeah, Lenny McLean. Yeah, McLean. Was he a middleweight? And he comes, yeah. he comes yeah. up. Um, where did he come from? Because my, my friend Adam gave me the book to read. They call him the English gentleman. Like he was really cool guy outside the ring. But in the ring, he was savage. I think his name's Len. I think he's coming from, is it? He was originally from, um, not Bristol. Have to Google it, mate. Yeah, let's Google, Google it. Let's Google it. Let's, yeah. for the first, and guys, just to remind you, uh, the, the, the lines will be open in 10 minutes, uh, 15 minutes. Uh, obviously, we're, we're running a bit over. It's not over. Benny Leonard. It's Lenny. Uh, Lenny. He used to fight over here, like, a lot. English fella. Lenny. Let's see. Tap in Lenny. Lenny McLean. Is it McLean? English boxer, yeah. Where's he from? That's it, Lenny McLean yes. from Hoxton. Hoxton. Was he from Hoxton? Ho Bexley. Oh, well, born in Hoxton. Nah, it's not Lenny McLean. English. He's a bad guy. Nah, nah, that's not him. That's nah. not him. Is it not Benny Leonard? I think so. He's a bodyguard and a, a bouncer. <laughs> nah, that's not him. It was Lenny. <coughs> something Lenny. I think it was from Portsmouth or he was from. Portsmouth. It's old. I read the books, you know them, them boxing historian yeah. books. Yeah, I read those books. Do you know what? you should send us the book when you get it when you go? <laughs> yeah, do, yeah, do. <laughs> yeah, Lenny McLean fights him. Nah, the nah, governor. No, not, not him. him. Alright, no worries. We'll, we'll definitely we'll... So he, he, Lenny's the guy you you, you look you look outside at outside of the ring. Yeah, like he was just yeah. a normal guy outside the ring, he had his family. He was a cool guy outside the ring. He helped his people out. He wasn't really mouthy. He wasn't that. But in the ring, he did his job, yeah. you know? And outside the ring, how important are your supporters, the guys that uh, have followed you? From everything. We've got to talk about the... Uh, the support. The support, the, support, the Tottenham the, presence, the, the, the presence from North London, West, the East, South. The support is everything, like, to be honest. Because obviously I haven't got no big sponsors with me or no big brands with me, so... Join the club. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Make sure, no, do you know what? Make sure these guys, Wild High, Dre, Nike, JD, we passed a few stores there. We need to go in there, I think, afterwards. Yeah, yeah so you get all that sponsorship and just from, it's like they don't realise, just the phone calls, the little WhatsApp messages before the fights. Like sometimes, you know, when you're, there's nerves in there, I'm not going to lie, like there's a little nerves, but you just, you just, you kind of get rid of them. So when you get them little texts like, you got this, good luck, just little, little, little things. Yeah. Mm. And little, just the tiniest things and certain people, you don't even know them that well. But when it comes to boxing, they're like, yo, make sure you do this, you do that. Even when yeah. I get to work and I'm talking to some of the guys at work and they're, they're telling me about boxing, I'm thinking, when have you boxed? But yeah, the stuff yeah, they yeah, say yeah. to you, it's like, your coach was saying the same thing and it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, when yeah. you know 
that these people actually care for you. So that yeah, some people like they're not coming to my fight. Obviously, they want to see me win, but they also want to make sure I come out the ring, the ring um, in one piece. In one piece. And yeah. that part is the part that touches me because I'm thinking, wow, like these people actually care about me. No, of course, the fans mean the fans. Are, the fans are why we're, we're 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 running, we're functioning. You know, people passionate boxing fans, you'd be surprised. You probably hear. Uh, shout out to Uncle Bengo, who probably gonna call in. Uh, yeah, they really know their boxing and yeah. really care about their fighters and understand and I think that goes quite unnoticed with the glitz and glamour yeah. uh, of the sport is the fans at the end of the day mm, making things big shout out Adam he makes my gum shield he, he sends me a lot of books even and there's a guy called Andrew um, Fairley from Portsmouth yeah. he sent me the book today about um, the boxers from Portsmouth he runs Ringside Resting Care Home I did a skydive for yeah. him so oh, shout nice. out Ringside Resting Care Home those guys like they're giving me my boxing knowledge you No, know, I just know the fighters of nowadays YouTube and that but they send me books where I'm reading yeah. all the fighters I'm learning all the fighters, like the fighters that, because you know, there's so many ways to do the boxing thing. There's some fighters who drank, who did whatever, and they still, yeah, yeah they still did well. Look at Nigel Penn. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's some fighters who played by the book, and mm. they still got. So it's letting me know you have to be who you are, and there's so many ways to do this thing, and it's all no, up to of you course. of who you want to be and how you want to yeah. portray yourself. So mm. big shout out to those guys because they're like almost like my father figure. They give me the knowledge that I don't have. Yeah. Yeah. Can so, we expect a, a Forey omnibus with uh, maybe a TV program, documentary, book anytime <laughs> soon? Can we see? <laughs> right now, you know, right now, see the boxing, it takes so much from me that I, during my boxing career, I don't think I can do anything apart from box, box. Yeah, 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 no, I respect that because a lot of fighters are like, a lot of, a lot of the guys are just really, really focused on just their craft and what they're doing. Like we see with, with Anthony Yard, just totally about the boxing uh, yeah. and he lets Tunde or whatever, yeah, Tunde do yeah. with the other side yeah. of things, yeah. you know. Um, you see that quite commonly with other fighters now, like even AJ, uh, talk about the big man, you know, in uh, Ruiz, AJ too, you see he stripped back a lot of press, yeah, a lot yeah. of things, just camped himself out into the Finchley gym and, and really knuckled down and, and didn't want to kind of change up his camp and really flew out to Saudi pretty late. But yeah, so always, fighters should always, I always say fighters should always focus, focus on fighting whilst they're fighting and whilst they're in the prime um, of their career and you let the number twos and the number threes of your careers, like I said last week, do everything else. But I want to get your intake on the whole UK scene, the whole boxers, you're America guys, are you a PBC man, are you a Frank Warren guy, are you a Matchroom? Uh, you know, for me, I like, you see the way I fight, I like, like, if a fight's good, I'm not really like a fan person that like, I love this guy, it's all about the fights because I remember my, my coach mm. from Amateur always said to me, you're only as good as your last fight. Yeah, True. So, 100%. every fight, sometimes I see a boxer, I think, oh, this guy's not good. I watch a fight and I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Like, I didn't know he had that in his arsenal. You know what I'm saying? What, I, when was the last time you watched a live fight? A live fight? Yeah. Oh, I think the last fight I went to was Lamachenko Machenko against um, Campbell. Campbell. Oh yeah, yeah you yeah. went for that. Yeah, 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 yeah it was a good to. vibe. Yeah. It was a vibe. And did you see? The, I saw the, the what's his name? The guy from Ireland. You know the lightweights. He knocked him out. He fought. Ah, he lost to Tevin Farmer. John O'Carroll. Yeah. No, no, not O'Carroll. John John O'Carroll. Yeah. It's not John O'Carroll. Oh, um, uh, Garrity. No, um, Tennyson. T Tennyson. Tennyson. Oh, sorry, James Tennyson. Sorry. That was a cold knockout, man. Man. <laughs> Man, that's my weight. <laughs> yeah, but Same. watching stuff like that, it, it don't. I feel like yeah, this is gives you that urge. Yeah, you that, yeah, yeah, man. But anyway, uh, Sam, Jeff, we're gonna uh, move on to the other topics this week. And actually, touching on your division, um, Tevin Farmer Ooh. defeat Jojo Diaz. What was your uh, what take on? I that? watched when I I didn't watch it live, but when I saw it, I, I watched it on YouTube yeah. and. Jojo came and done his job. I would have did the same thing. He came and stayed in his face. You know, Tevin's more of a crafty 
outbox, so he don't really he can fight on the inside, but Jojo, I thought he won, to be fair. Jojo yeah. stayed in his face. He threw the more he outworked him. I thought he won. Do you think the the weight killed Farmer? I think so, because me making super favorite is very difficult and Farmer's been there for a long time. So I think I saw one of his documentaries where I like Tevin Farmer, I think he's a good he's a good guy. Yeah. He said he feels like a one thirty five or so. I feel maybe it may be the way. But I don't want to take it away from Jojo because Jojo put him, he they fought his heart out. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think like when you're moving up those even those small increments between weight, do you feel like you need to be a little bit more diligent with your preparation, your food, your nutrition? Say that gap between one thirty and one thirty five. Do you think now Farmer looking at the defeat from the weekend, if he does then decide to move up in weight, do you think he's gonna have to be a little bit more kind of expert expert with his his preparation to get that 135 and be feel strong and feel comfortable at that weight because obviously moving up from super feather i mean regardless of you're the biggest guy in the world you feel like a luke campbell kind of size person do you feel like it's going to have to be a bit more focused on that side of things nutrition etc um moving up i don't think so because i think it's only like I think two kg difference yeah so i think him getting to that weight will be nothing because you know them guys they really come down yeah so to get to that way i don't think it'll be a problem for him but it's just will he be as effective at that weight we don't know yeah. i think he would but we'll see and what would be the ideal path for you now say obviously god willing you get through the uh the golden ch- contract semi-final obviously then i think there'll be a quick turnaround hopefully with an announcement for the final yeah, um, yeah. this year yeah um who would you then like to fight obviously i mean coming through that against mamoon who's obviously a former european title yeah. uh holder and obviously world title challenger yeah. McKenna Hara Davis you, you, you're sitting at a high high bracket there yeah so I have to show my levels and show where I'm at because like they said I'm the underdog so yeah fighting any of them for me it's to show my levels and where I'm at because when I do what I do they're never going to be like oh who's this guy you know what I'm trying to say and I just have to keep that up that's just I have to do just keep doing what I do and not let the names or obviously they've, they've built themselves up well done but it's the fight game and I'm not here to to roll over for anybody. That's good. Speaking man. of rolling over for anybody, who's been rolling over for White? Ruiz has been Ruiz. rolling around, ducking, diving, yeah, Dillian White. I, I saw something like that. Uh, I'm hearing Ruiz is kind of just, you know, allegedly from different media reports, is just basically saying that Ruiz is asking, trying to price himself out the fight, asking for astronomical money. Uh, in order not to fight White. I mean, what's, what's, what's your thoughts on that? I thought that that would be a good fight for for um, Ruiz. To be honest, I, I've, I've heard mixed reviews. I think that Ruiz, I've heard that that's one that Ruiz should be grabbing with by the scruff of the neck and with both hands to kind of get that'll, himself back in the game. That would be a good fight for him. Yeah? What do you think of White? You don't think White stands a chance? No, no, I'm not saying that as in White don't stand a chance. I'm saying it'll be a good fight for Ruiz because um, dealing White is a f- like a fighter. Yeah. He's a guy who's going to come to you and yeah, 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 yeah. fight you and just by his mentality, I don't think he will stay. Not how AJ outboxed um, Ruiz. Yeah. AJ stuck disciplined. I'm not saying not disciplined, but do you know why it's that type of guy where he will come and show you that in yeah, a fight? Yeah, of course. And I think that. Ruiz's type of fighting suits that type of style. So if he, if it is true, I wouldn't see why he would be taking that. Market, I suppose with like White as well, it's like he's he's had so much frustration there not yeah. getting that world title shot. Yeah. He's going to be even more pissed off. Like, go, go no, of this, course. Hopefully, he doesn't fight. get no mistakes. And then That'll you know that would be that could go from Ruiz could go from one of his biggest fights to then kind of settling to try and do a catch fight with uh, Daniel Dubois. But <laughs> <laughs> which brings me to no. what I wanted to bring on uh, Dubois, Dubois Joyce. Joyce. What, what the, what the hell is taking so long for that to be announced? I think it's money. 
What do you think? I think it will be. I think they will do it. You think so? I think they will. What? Done? You think it's done? You I don't know if it's done, but I think they will do it because the boy's coming up. Drace is also coming up. Drace is a bit older. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Mature. they're both from England, so they're going to need to see who's the top dog he, contender. Who so. you got? If I was to put my money down, I would I would take the bois. Yeah. That's 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 really that's yeah. like, dynamite the bois. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Triple D. Yeah. It's a tough one though, to be fair. Like I mean, I think it's one of those fights where as you go along and as you get closer, because we obviously we haven't seen these guys face to face yet. We haven't seen their 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 mental I mean, let's be honest, they're not gonna be the most exciting in terms of talkers, yeah. you know, at press conferences, etc. But you know, I don't think they've they're, they're 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 two blueprint fighters that have shown that they don't need to talk to them, produce the goods on nights. They they just get those showreel knockouts. Oh, I get that, but I think for Joyce, it's risky for Joyce because he he he. How can he go from fighting Stavern, which is kind of wild as scraps, to now? You but know, Joyce wants it. I, I I saw Joyce calling. I, I think that's a bad move, Sam Jones. I, I just I don't understand. I understand it, but I don't at the same time because my, I, I just see it as. Go on. My opinion is a bit biased because. When Dubois was amateur, I trained with him at Island Boxing Club. He was over there for a while yeah, when he was about 17. And I seen the guy train from young. Yeah. And just, I've seen him spar, I've seen him train. He's just so focused. What, you know? Yeah. I haven't seen Joyce in, in person in the flesh train, but yeah, I've seen yeah. Dubois train. Should have been a gold medalist though. Let's, let's put that out there. That guy, he's yeah. so focused. And it's for me, the focus he has in his eyes, it's going to like... You know, it's in the blood, isn't it? He's got a younger sister, Caroline. Yeah, yeah she was there so as well. well. Yeah, he's so focused, like the eyes, you know. Yeah, the yeah. eyes don't lie, man. No, I hear lie. that. I hear that. So when you're uh, you're standing there in front of the uh, the three remaining semi finalists, I presume Repton are gonna hold the oh yeah the, the, the obviously the draw for the yeah. MTK golden contract. You're looking in the eyes. Who ideally would you like to be ex- chosen by, or who would you like to fight on the twenty uh, first? OD. <laughs> do you know do you know do you know that's a good question I've been asked that question a few times do you know for me we've got two southpaws and one orthodox so I would rather <laughs> I would rather get a southpaw out the way yeah you know what I'm saying yeah, just to make the numbers I think McKenna and you will, will click I would rather get a southpaw out the way but like I said I'm not I'm not going to go into who I want and who would be best for me yeah. because then it's throwing my mind off of the prize. Yeah, basically. so yeah, like yeah. for me, I know I know they're all taller than me, so I just say whoever's taller, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. that is fair. That you is, know yeah. what I'm saying? So no, that's the that. game. But anyway, guys, I think it's time to go out to the live. Thanks for waiting, uh, waiting. Sorry, ever so patiently, and uh, we're gonna go out to the first caller. I think a new caller we got today, so it's gonna go open the lines. And uh, as I said, free to say whatever you like. Obviously, we've got Jeff Afori in the building for those that are joining us live now. Any questions, comments, you wanna? dive into uh, Jeff's career, ask him anything about his upcoming fight on the 21st of February. Please go for it. So first call up. Hello. Hello. How you doing, mate? You okay? Yes, it's Uncle. Oh, Uncle. Oh, Mr. Finger. <laughs> How are you doing? Hi, guys. Hi. How are you doing? Hi, Jeff. How are you doing? I'm all right, my friend. Good, good. Um, guys, um, the um, main topic I want to speak to you guys about is um, this Joe Joyce, um, the Triple D, Dindra Zanoel, 
Daniel Dubois <laughs> fight that's been mooted. So go for it, man. I, I, I may say something which is unpopular, but I actually think that them having the fight now is a bit pre- is premature. Mm. I hate you, man. Um, because I would rather they fight later for a lot more money at world title level. Mm. I think at the moment, correct me if I'm wrong, but what titles will be on the line? I think would it be the Commonwealth yeah. Yeah, and so British? Commonwealth. Yeah. yeah, Commonwealth and British. Would the would the European be on the table as well? I think Caballero has vacated it, so I presume it could be up for bid. But I think they'd have to bid for it, yeah. wouldn't they? Um, I don't know. Do you have to relinquish yeah. the the British and Commonwealth before you step up for European? Well, I know Akoli's obviously he's got all three, hasn't he? So I don't think you have to because I remember. Lennox had all three titles yeah. at one stage before going up. I, I just think that these two guys, um, put it this way, certainly in terms of Daniel Dubois, I think it's premature for him. I know with Joyce's age at 34, they need to move in quickly. Um, I, I just don't think it's worth it. And in my opinion, um, Dubois has been doing great, but I think Joyce has definitely fought the higher level of competition. He's a big, strong, athletic man. He's, a, I think, he's a big physical brute. He's not. Um, he's also quite athletic, yeah. though his hands are not the quickest. But I just think um, it might be a bit too much for Dubois, who I'm mindfully impressed by. At this stage, but Dubois only what twenty one, twenty two. Yeah, yeah. so young. Pop, he's got time. He's got time to grow. Yeah, I mean, it just does. I, I, I don't know why Frank Warren, who I have a lot of respect for, um, is um, is pushing uh, uh, for this. I mean, how many fights has he had? Twelve, thirteen. I understood the Nathan Gordon fight, but I think what I would rather see is Daniel Dubois. Stepping up the competition, um, taking on guys like Brian Jennings, you know, learning his craft. Mm. Because if he beats George, if I think he gets rushed into a world title, no, that is fight true. Before he's ready, that is true. Because we've got to look at the fight yeah. back in the. We've got to look at fights where we had two young prospects come together, and it hasn't always been the greatest of fights. So we've got to look at Isaac Chamberlain, uh, Laura Socoli. Everyone anticipated that fight to be so good and I was there ringside and that was <laughs> that was quite a poor, poor display. And I don't want that to happen because that's bad morale on both types of fighters. You know? Yeah, but I just can't see that happening in this. No, you can't? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, how long would you guys yeah. like to see the Joyce and Dubois? Like, Uncle, how, how long are you suggesting before these guys can really mix it with each other? Um, I, you see, I, I think... I think my understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that um, Joe Joyce is mandatory for the W. Is it for the WBA regular world title? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He was meant to fight Mark. Yeah. Mark yeah. 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 Which means he's more or less ready for a world title shot. Yeah. And I can. And he's an Olympic silver medalist. You know, he's 34. You know. You know. He's, he's even the caliber of guys he fought as an amateur. And even some of the guys he fought as a pro, he's been in with Steven and people like that. Um, now, um, I, 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 I think if it happened next year, preferably for a world title or an interim world title, it makes sense to me. Maybe that by that stage you could sell out Wembley, but now I'm not sure it makes 
um, sense. And basically, you you might rob two guys or one guy when I think both guys could probably fight for a world title. Remember Gary Mason and Lennox Lewis? Yeah. Mason yeah. never fought for a world title, did he? No. No. Uh, it's 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 a it's a it's a it's a waiting game. I suppose it's one of these fights where we've got to let it marinate and we've got to see really who who we, in terms of the business side, who's really willing to put it on the table and and get this fight under the line. I can expect both guys. You know, the, the me personally, I think the heavyweight division is very saturated at the moment, mm. where you've got the the world titles. I mean, if, you, if you ask me, who I think would win at this stage, I think at this stage, um, Joe Joyce will win. And that's not because I do not like uh, Triple D. I like Dangerous, Dangerous Daniel Dubois a lot. I think he will become world champion mm. one day. But why rush him? I mean, you, you know, I could imagine, you, you know, you know who Dubois reminds me of? Hey. Um, I like his personality. I like the fact that he's so focused, like you guys mentioned. Mm. I like the fact that he's not trying to be friends with anybody. Yeah. Mm. You know, like it like a Tim Bradley, um, Terence Crawford type mm. thing where all bros and all of that. He doesn't... <laughs> not, no, I just like his focus and his uh, persona. You know, he, he, you know, he reminds me of uh, Joe Lewis, yeah, the great yeah. Joe Lewis in, in some regards. Um, so, but anyway, we'll see what um, happens. Oh, I wanted to uh, let you, everybody listening and you guys to just saw something on YouTube um, on BT Sports. Yeah. Um the the they've got they had David Hay and um Yeah the breakdown for the, the fight, yeah. Rig for the which which I thought was um um quite um interesting for the Fury Wilder uh, fight. I know we'll probably do a lot about that next week, but I just Wanted to let people know that it's worth watching. It's about an hour. Yeah. Um, and then finally, um, in terms of Seven Fama, I, I, I was a bit sad that he lost because I really wanted my man, uh, uh, Javante Davis, <laughs> to be the one who um, ended <laughs> Seven uh, <laughs> Seven fam, but then again, maybe I'm being biased. Oh, I'm sorry. Before I forget, yeah, the carry on, mate. You guys mentioned. Um, I I'm of Sam knows this. I'm of the school of thought that I do not think it is good business for um for Dillian Dillian White. Mm, you know, for Andy Ruiz, who we've all. Who we've all invested in, and we like, who deserves a world title shot. I do not like the idea of him fighting Andy Ruiz Jr. I think styles make fights. Mm. I did not like. I mean, everybody spoke about what Andy Ruiz weighed for the Joshua rematch. Yeah. But then Dillian White, I don't like what he weighed against um, Marius Wack yeah. as well. But I think <laughs> I do not like when. The styles of both fighters will become a mano a mano. Yeah, it will. That that be Ruiz's game, and I I don't think I I don't know why Eddie Hens pushing wants that. Surely the job now is to keep Dillian active, 
and get him his world title shot. You know, I think, you know, definitely. I, I think that's too difficult. No, I agree with that. I agree. I said, like, Ruiz is, Ruiz is comfort. If anything, Dillian shouldn't be taken. He should just buy his time. But he wants to show the fans that he can... He, yeah. t- don't forget, he also needs to he also needs to redeem himself from a PR standpoint because of the controversy um, with his previous opponent um, due to the drug or the um, uh, adverse... Don't you, think, don't, you, don't you think that's better done by... Performing violently in the world title fight against the Wilder Fury. But when's he going to get that? The next thousand days? No, but but my my understanding is that by February, by February 2021, he has to, he's now the WBC mandatory, he's been reinstated. So surely, isn't the the thing to do to keep him uh, busy until... Um, his, until he gets his title shot, but you don't. I mean, I I, I just I mean I, I I may be missing something, but mm. you know, you know, you know, you, you you why do you go and give a guy um, someone who who might be the wrong style for him? Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. That's true. You, you know, you know, Dillian is the kind of guy. Dillian will have it with anybody, and we re, we all respect him for that. Yeah, but that's true. His, manage, his, his management don't need to give him that kind of fight. I mean, don't. I mean, we we need to remember. And I'm talking. Maybe you know. Uh, I know Dillian might be listening to this, and, and more importantly, <laughs> yeah. his, true, his, his, true his brother, his, his big brother did. But look, some of us, you know, we want what's best for them. Yeah, you know. I would rather him fight Andrew Ruiz with a world title on the line, not as another elimina- eliminator. Yeah, no, because you know it, it's going to be an easy fight. Yeah, no. I how that. many more? How many more kind of fights like this does Dillian have to? He's been through Chisora twice, which is not easy. Mm. He's had to fight. Um, what's the name of the Colombian chap? Yeah. <clears throat> You remember that guy? He was a tough guy. He put oh, Dillian Oscar Rivas. Yeah, yeah, Rivas, Rivas, yes. But Uncle, listen, Uncle, listen. We got a, we, we got a lot, of, we got a lot of incoming calls. So yeah, we got to uh, move on to the next call, Uncle. Appreciate, but appreciate the call, all Uncle. the uh, the the comments and the call as usual, and uh, appreciate all the support over the last uh, last few weeks. See you shortly. Peace, guys. Oh, man, right. Cheers. All right. Thank you. Right, next caller, uh, 985, I believe that is Mr. Appiah. Sorry, uh, obviously, thanks for waiting uh, ever so patiently, Dan. 985. How are we doing, fellas? Yes, Daniel. How are we doing? How are you Mr. doing, right, buddy? Yeah, I'm all good, fellas. I'm all good. What's on your mind, Dan? Obviously, all big good. fight from the weekend, Demetrius Andrade. Yeah, that's what I thought I wanted to talk about. Uh, Andrade, how was his performance? Because I didn't actually get to see it. And uh, how do you think, I mean, if him and Billy Joe Saunders um, match up, who wins and how? Oh, well, I feel... And Charlie's performance it was, it was all right. I, I wouldn't say it was anything spectacular. I don't think... If I'm speaking from... If I'm speaking from Billy Joe's perspective, I wouldn't exactly say he'll be worried about anything yeah. which Andrade put to the table. But if you ask me, I'm team Andrade. So I think Andrade has got 
Billy Joe's card mark, but I don't know about you, Mr. Alfredo. Oh, I you say be? Billy. I just think he's slicker. He's just more... It's like he's calm. Yeah. No calm boxers always... They just always have something for you. Yeah. So I just think he'll have something for him because he came at Keeler really fast and sharp. And I think that's what stunned stunned Keeler in the first round. Yeah. And uh, Daniel, how about yourself? Who do you uh, see uh, coming through that fight if they were to, say, be next to to fight? Because there is a lot of um, a lot of talk, a lot of speculation about this fight happening. Obviously, Andrade's called out Saunders. You know, he's had, had quite a few tough fights, you know, against some good good opposition. So who do you feel will win, uh, win that fight? I think Saunders goes in there and I think he I think he beats him up. I think he'll I think he'll I think he'll smash him about the place for fucking for twelve rounds. <laughs> I think uh that that type of opponent will get Saunders up for it. Like, yeah. you know, like Saunders always says that uh he, he, you know, he, he needs the right opponent to get up for it. And uh Andrade, I think that'll be perfect for him. I think I can see Saunders winning that. Yeah, yeah, quite comfortably to be honest with you. Mm. Not knocking him out, but yeah. over twelve rounds, yeah, no, I see him. Uh, I see him dominating him. Yeah, and we've got uh, Jeff Afori in the uh, studio, Daniel. Uh, any questions you'd like to ask Jeff about his uh, what he's spoken about? I know you've been uh, you phoned in for for quite a while now. Any any questions about his upcoming fights? Uh, ambitions for the uh, year? Just you know. Uh, you know what? Yeah, like basically, I love the journey. I love the journey, the transition, and that. I respect that. Thank you. Working full time, fighting part time, and then going full time into it. Like I respect that. So, good luck, good luck, brother, I and uh, I wish it. you all the best for the future. That's all I can say, really. Cheers. Thank you, man. Keep up the good work. Bless. Good man. Right, Daniel. Thanks again for uh, for calling in. We've got another caller now. So, as I said, thanks for all your uh, all your support, and also. Shout out to the uh, the YouTube channel. How's uh, how's that all going? How's the uh, the motivational uh, posts and stuff you've been doing? Yeah, yeah, it's it's going good. You know how YouTube is fifty fifty. Some people <laughs> like it, some people don't. But I'm just still going to keep pushing. Good man. So well, it's it's all good. One thing I'm, I can say I'm, is 100%. I'm here to stay. You're here to stay, 100%. I could tell you everyone in this studio loves what you do and will continue to support you. But uh, thanks for calling in, Daniel. Thanks, Daniel. Cheers. Cheers. Nice one, Jake. Right, going out to another new caller, I believe. Uh, going to open the lines. Question or statement? How you doing? Hello. Hello. No. Right. Scared caller there. Scared caller. <laughs> so don't be shy. We don't bet. Right, guys. I believe that is the last of the callers. So, if, I mean, if there are any new callers that call in, we will open out the lines. But. Back to uh, February twenty first, yep. Jeff. Um, obviously, we we don't like to put fighters on the spot. Well, <laughs> we do, we do, we we kind we we kind of do. But uh, what can what can we expect at your call? Um, uh, I'm just gonna do everything I can, everything in my ability, and all my skills. Everything's gonna go into the fight, you know. I'm just gonna throw everything at them, and I'm willing to. Just go through the trenches, you know, and just really push just to show I want this, you know what I'm saying? So it's going to be a good fight to watch. You're going to see somebody who's who's given their all. I'm not going to go in there to, I don't care about experience. Or experience is good, but at the end of the day, we're going to see who's who's got it. And I've trained, I feel good, no excuses. 
I'm ready to go. Do you feel like those years of grit and determination, that consistency that you showed, especially yeah, now man. that you are taking the boxing game a lot more seriously in terms of, you know, you're, you're doing it full time. Yeah, I've always been taking it seriously. So just the rest is helping my, my body more. So I can do a lot more, you know, not thinking about injuries or anything. I'm just more relaxed, getting massages. I'm just, I'm ready. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm, I just can't wait. I'm excited. I'm just trying to keep, Keep calm and wait till the 21st to lay all that. Good man. Yeah. Right, we've got uh, one caller, five double one, going out to the Lions, five double one. Uh, hello? Yes, guys. Just want to say, Kojo here. Yes, Kojo. Guys, you guys are doing a great job. Uh, keep up keep up the work, man. I think I'm going to be out of a job soon the way you guys are. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but listen, just wanted to say good thanks. Thanks, Jeff, for coming in. I'm sorry I couldn't make it, but i um, really been listening in. Um, great story. Um, Really interested, actually, to hear that you, you, you're, you're reading up on books on the old-timers, guys like The Hawk, yeah. uh, Roberta Duran. So a quick book I'm going to recommend, and I'll send you a message, um, The Four Kings by yeah, George Kimball. I've, I've read it's, that, it, bro. Ah, big book, right? Yeah, big so book. I've, I've got my my, my, uh, my mate, Adam, who does my gum show. He, he sends me, like, I'm so angry. I can't remember that guy's name, Lenny from, I can't remember his surname, but I'll get it for you and I'll send it to you uh, let you know who I was talking about. Yeah. But I've read that book, Four Kings. Yeah. And those are the type of fights I enjoy. So, obviously I'm going to win, but I like to put on the entertaining night and it's, it's going to take a lot. So, those are the years yeah. that, that are rolling back, you know, and everyone can see like, those are the type of fights I watch, those are the books I read and that's mm. the mentality I'm going in there with. Yeah. And honestly, like we do the show in, there's a lot of guys that are um, fully listening to kind of like the old school or checking up on them, like doing their research. So, yeah, it's really good to hear that. Um, one thing I was going to ask, though, or actually another thing I was going to say is, listen, you've got to take full credit. That that two fights in the space of eight days, um, that's fantastic because at the end of the day, you were the underdog going into both, especially the Liverpool fight um, going up there, hostile crowd. So, well done. I watched both fights. And yeah, really pleased with your style. Um, but what I did want to ask you, really, which is my question, is what's your thoughts on these YouTube guys that are fighting? Um, yeah. Obviously, we saw last week, that one was really a big farce. I think everyone's yeah. got to be honest with that. We can see there's money, we can see there's eyes on it, but, you know, you going into that golden contract for, format, I mean, how do you feel about these YouTubers getting opportunities that fighters like yourself really should have? Yeah, I know, but at the end of the day, they, they, they put people want to watch them. So obviously, the last, I think the last fight wasn't so great, but. I think the KSI one and the the first Logan Paul, Logan Paul yeah, yeah. that was a good fight. Obviously, yeah. not they don't train yeah. and do what we do, but at the end of the day, they're bringing eyes to watch. So I can't say nothing, but yeah. they're bringing people to sit down and pay to watch them fight. They're doing their thing, you know. I know a lot of people are gonna be at me for saying it, but yeah. the last fight was it was now, it was terrible, truth, brother. It was terrible the last the last no. fight, but. Yeah. What did you what think of the fight, Kojo? Addison Gibb and uh, Logan Paul? Uh, I'll be honest, I probably got a touch because literally I watched the whole night and missed that fight. That's the only <laughs> fight I fell asleep for. So, yeah, I, w I was actually quite pleased. Um, mm. Yeah, um, just on that Andrade, and um, I'll be honest, yeah, Andrade didn't, didn't impress me um, that on that, that Miami show card. I think, um, I'll be honest, I, I can see the slickness, I can see the patience, like, I can see he's good. But I'm not gonna lie. I think Canelo, Charlo, Billy Joe Saunders. I think they all got the beating of him. Um, Do you think but let's wait and is... see. Um... Mm. Yeah, go, wait, on, go so on, carry on. on. No, no, you carry on. Go on. 
No, I was just gonna say, yeah, I think I, I think I think there's Icky. I think he's beatable. He is slick, but I just think he's not active enough and he misses. I think his actual accuracy is quite poor. Mm. So against a guy with slightly better defence and more aggression, yeah, I don't know. But um, especially Billy Joe Saunders, I think that's probably the best match up because they're like for like. Um, yeah, Tevin Foma, I mean, yeah. what can we say? Like, good fighter, but yeah, I think Jojo came with a game plan and executed it well. I think um, Foma's going to need to get that belt back in a rematch, otherwise, disabled by the Frank Davis fight. Um, yeah, exactly. I don't know what you guys think. Um, my last question to you guys, though, before I head out, is thoughts on the Brook versus DeLuca card? Um, any standout fights or fighters that you're looking forward to, to watching? That's something we haven't we haven't covered obviously this week, but I think the the Kid Galahad fight, IBF title eliminator, obviously it'd be interesting to see if he comes through that. Obviously there's a there's an opportunity opportunity there for him, uh, obviously to fight uh, Warrington or I mean if Valdez comes over yeah. to the UK. So yeah, no, it'd be it should be an interesting interesting night. I mean, what do you guys think that that card? Dan and Sheffield, Dave Allen. Kelbrook. Yeah, and who's Kelbrook but, fighting? Uh, guys, I'm going to jump out. So, but I'll let you guys all talk, talk about it, but I'm going to jump out. Right. Yeah, thanks again for coming on the show. Oh, it's cold, and no. great job, guys. And oh, um, cold, yeah, no appreciate all the support. All right, nice. God bless. Perfect. See you in a bit. Bye. Bye-bye. So, I haven't even heard about that. Really? No, bro, do you know what? I'm interested to see the comeback, Brooks' real comeback. To be fair, is he fighting? To see, uh, it's just Luca guy. Luca, yeah, I think yeah, he's yeah, yeah. is he Australian or he's uh, is it the guy with the tattoos. Tattoos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, not, yeah. To be honest, I'm interested in seeing more how Brook. But everyone says he looks sharp on pads, but it's one thing to look sharp on the bag and the pads. And what way is he fighting? Well, weight? Yeah, yeah. No, right. bad. One fifty four. One fifty four. One fifty four. So light middle. Yeah, he's gone to land middle. He so. needs to, man. He needs think, to. Yeah, he needs to because he he can't keep going on about oh I'm more powerful. One five four. But then keep taking these one four sevens. Like you've been burnt at one four seven. Look, you're not the man in the division anymore. Yeah, I want to watch that fight. Let's yeah. move on. This weekend. What, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You see, I want to see him at one five four. I want to watch. To be that. honest, David Allen, I'm, I've got a love hate I'm hit and miss with him because <laughs> I, I just don't really. I, I love the fact that he's able to put bums on seats, seats but at yeah. the same time, I don't really like how he doesn't always respect the craft and has been quite fortunate uh, to be in his position. Um, this is me not taking anything away from him because he's still a fighter and, and, and stepped to the ring with people like King Kong or T. Yeah, he's so, taking a lot of tough you know, fights. And, and Dillian White, uh, yeah, all short yeah, notice. So yeah. I, I just wish he kind of hones in and, and, and really takes his fighting career really seriously. And I really hope he knuckles down to kind of grow himself because, you know, his last his last fight, I believe, was quite critical. Yeah, um, yeah. um, How mm. um, he got stretched away, I believe. Um, so it's just be interesting to see how he's how he's coming and how he's going to form himself because we look at other fighters who are dying to be in his shoes or his opportunity and sometimes it doesn't always look, and forgive me if, if, if I'm wrong, but from a spectator and a fan point of view, it doesn't always look like he's appreciative of always being in his positions at times. Um, yeah. This is not me being overly critical. Yeah. This is just me just saying how I feel because even Eddie's come on screen sometimes after his fight in Sheffield against, uh, I forgot his name, he wanted the fought for the Commonwealth under, it was on, it was on Brooks' card actually. Uh, Lenroy Spurs, Thomas. Lenroy Thomas, that's it. Um, you know, Thomas just didn't do anything spectacular. He was there for the beating, but just and wanted And there was actually more. a head clash in that, in that fight, wasn't No, there? exactly. The yeah, 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 yeah. The second one. Um, but no, generally, it's not about <laughs> Dave Allen today. Everyone, it's about Jeff Afori who's coming <laughs> that's in. That's it, man. Uh, the Ghanaian king. Um, <laughs> how important is your heritage, by the way? Just yeah, wanted to, come on, man. I've, just wanted I've, to talk to you about that. I did a lot of research into it. I'm learning about the shanty where my mum's from. Yeah. Everything I've learned, I've learned a lot. I've been back there about three times now. So it's all, it's all a part of the whole my whole image, I know who I am. So when I get in that ring, 
I'm you're not, identity you're fighting for your ancestors yeah, you ancestors know what time yeah. no no I hear that I hear that but Wesley's exactly, exactly the same with that uh, fighting so it's AJ yeah. with the Nigeria shout out yeah. to all my Nigerians out there. <laughs> so Jeff um, you have to get that in there innit? Yeah, <laughs> would the dream be for you to fight that, uh, in, in Ghana Accra oh Accra Accra sorry oh that would be beautiful man but right now no my mind you know where my mind is right now on, yeah. the, on the job 21st oh, yeah, 21st February. man Wilder Fury is also the oh, the, the night after. That, that was the to me that that last year was the best heavyweight fight I've, I've seen. That was oh man, that was a fight. Who are you swinging towards? That's the why I'm I'm so I don't know if Fury's trying to confuse me with their camp when they're saying they're training. I think they're trying to trick me, right? Because if they're doing that, I don't think it's gonna go well. But if he does what he's good at, mm. I think he wins easy. But the problem is, Wilder can knock you out. And, you know what I'm saying to say? So Boom. that's why it's such a great fight. <laughs> it's such a great fight, man. Like, it's just beautiful. I do my thing 21st, yeah. then I watch that 22nd. And I have all, all the snacks yeah, in the world. Yeah, man. Sitting down you know? relaxed. <laughs> anyway, Jeff, it's been an absolute pleasure Always, having man. you on the, no uh, on the studio. And we will definitely have you back again. I'm happy to finally get here, man. Thank Listen, you. you heard it here first. Jeff Afuri is going to win the golden contract. He's going to knock OD out in the finals. <laughs> Uh, shout out to Jeff Afori. Thank you, bro. You know, do you want to give out your socials so people know who um, you are? My Instagram is King Team Free. King Team Free. Free. That's okay. It. Make sure you go follow him on all socials. Make sure you do that. But no, listen, guys, we've had a really good show today. Um, spoken about all the key topics. Everyone appreciate everyone that we've had to improvise in. a little bit, but it's it's, it's <laughs> no, of course, course it's well. boxing, it's what it is, man. Boxing's all improvisation. All yeah. You know, we, we practice what we do outside of the ring <laughs> onto the mics. You know, delicate on the mics, <laughs> and we got a delicate guest yeah, in man. the in the it flowed nicely, man. Yeah. I was a bit nervous, but it was cool. It's good, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Don't worry. Keep coming. Raps on TV's got a lot. We're pushing hard this year. We've got a number of big exclusive guests um, in a waiting of announcement but uh, we'll definitely keep you posted like, subscribe, follow, share we're here, we're here to stay it's Reps on TV and we're out and we're out one